and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I am Sean. Woo! <laughs> Woo! So, it's August, and it's hot. It's really fucking hot. It's been 90 degrees for like a billion years here. Global <sighs> warming ain't real. I, I, I just want the fall. I'm really dying for fall. Yeah, I don't know if too. you can tell. I'm starting to make hot meals. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> it's, it's a 90 degree, uh, degree, 90 degree day out and you're... Making a hot turn on the oven? <laughs> you're, you're making a uh, hot stew. I mean, well, yeah. I was I, just saying, it's good. You know, but I think you're... I could, yeah, I could tell you're, you're yearning for the fall. That being said... Uh, maybe in the fall we'll all get some more news about stuff. Like what? I feel like just nothing really happened. The new mutants that's supposed to open. That's supposed to open next the week. Batfleck's supposed to be in this Flash movie that will never happen. Yeah, is that what's going on? Is, I, that, why, is guess, that why Ben Affleck was trending? Yeah, I guess that's the whole thing is he's supposed to play Batman in the Flash movie. But everyone knows the Flash movie is never going to be made. Why do they even try it still? Like, who cares? I don't know. It's what been, are we at this point? Like seven years they've been trying to make this Flash movie? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and also we've, we're already, what, almost three years out from... Justice League? Justice League? I think that's right. The, the yeah. movie came out with uh, the fall of 2017... Like, I think November or something like that. Right. Or he was the summer. I can't remember. But the movie's, you know, the movie, that movie's been so far gone. And, like, that's the last time we saw Ezra, Ezra Miller, I think. Yeah. As The Flash. So, and, 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 not, and people, I feel like not a lot of people outside of, like, the hardcore DC stands, you know, and hardcore Ezra Miller stands or whatever, don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't really give a shit when that was happening. And they don't give a shit. They didn't give a shit now and they're not gonna give a shit later right so i don't understand why we're still trying to make this this happen uh you know i mean it doesn't i mean i'm I'm, i mean great you want to do a flash movie great flash has never had a movie you know let's let's see how it goes you know you're all you've already rebooted batman again Right. You know, you don't know. I mean, The Rock's supposed to be Black Adam at some point. Yeah, that's another thing that I don't ever see happening. I mean, The Rock says it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. The Rock says a lot of things. The Rock, you know what The Rock does say? It does say a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of things. A lot of people say a lot of things. I think that is accurate. And usually no, no, nobody does shit about fuck and nobody does fuck about shit. Mm-hmm, that's accurate. That's just how it is. Until you actually see it happen. Like, I will not believe that New Mutants is actually a movie until it actually is in a theater. I I just think they should release it to streaming at this point. I really don't understand why we're even... It's the theater of releasing it to the theater. Does that make any sense? What do you mean? Like, when you put on, like... If somebody says, oh, this is political theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, this is theater. It's just a show. Well, it's going to fucking eat it. Of course it's going to eat it. You know know what's funny is, like, they have this commercial... For that Russell Crowe sweaty driver movie. Oh, that's right. And they keep adding it. It's Where like, he just looks like, like Steve Bannon. He does look like Steve Bannon. He looks like Steve Bannon. Who uh, got arrested today, by the way. Oh, well, he'll get off. <sighs> yeah, he probably will. But man, he's already in, he's out on the street. That's satisfying. <laughs> um, Russell Crowe is playing a sweaty, angry driver. And was it unhinged? I think that's what it's called. And yeah. they're like, and they're like, the commercials are like, this movie's the number one in the country. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's the only fucking movie out. <laughs> Literally one person could watch it and it'd be the number one movie in the country. You, yeah, I mean, shit, you could have put uh, The Room out, the, re-release The Room. Yeah, number one movie in the It'll country. It'll be the number one movie in the fucking country. Don't give him any ideas. Oh, yeah. As Tommy Wiseau listens to this podcast, as we know. Yeah, I mean, any movie could be a fucking hit right now. And like New Mutants coming out, it's just a very Pyrrhic victory of sorts mm. uh, for them to for them to be like, hey, we finally got this movie. I was like, yeah, but nobody could fucking go see it. Well, I mean, it, they could pull the Mulan bullshit and put it on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Why, why, why would you? Why, I don't know. You have to pay your subscription and you have to pay $30. For why would Mulan. I pay $30 for a movie I was going to pay less than that technically to go see in a theater i guess they think how did they come to that number well i don't know how they came to 30 but i i guess they think that if you have you know kids plus an adult it's cheaper to buy it i get i don't i don't Why not just know. fucking make us rent it like we like amazon did for fucking yeah uh, like five bucks bloodshot it was like 
six bucks. No, if didn't we buy Bloodshot? Isn't we technically it, bought it. It was only twenty bucks though, what which is uh, maybe less. I don't 15. remember how much it was, but it was. It was also one of those things. It's like that's what you'd pay for the divid or the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's what you pay for the Blu-ray, anyways. But I mean, but that for I mean, but even you probably pay even less for. I mean, that's probably what you would pay for a Blu-ray. But thirty dollars, I think, is pretty steep. I think thirty bucks is a little insane. And I can't see. I'm kind of like, can we just watch it on the streaming platform in a couple months? I don't need to see it right away. I can wait. I don't know. I feel, I feel like these people are trying to make these movies count for something. I, I'm sure they spent a shit ton of money on Mulan. Well, yeah, because movies are fucking expensive. Yeah, so I'm sure they're trying to recoup something, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, yeah. thirty bucks. So yeah, we'll see if Look at uh, you. we'll see what happens with uh, the movie New Mutants. Which hi, Lila. It'll, I mean, it's it's been done for like what? For eight years? Oh, something it's like that. Like, all those actors look so young. When you're like, yeah, no, they, none her, of them look that way anymore. Yeah, what's her face? Fucking Maisie Williams is like, like, 20? She's like way older now. And she oh, was like, yeah. when she, she, when she probably filmed it when she probably filmed this movie when she was like, just got hot from uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yep. when she was like, supposed to be like nine or 10. I, I'd, I'd like to see it. Sure. You know, it probably won't be worth the wait in any minute. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be terrible. Fashion. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, why didn't they just stream this before? Like, why did we wait so long? I told you she's helping. Sean's very upset because Leela's helping us podcast and she's wagging the microphone. Well, you probably are hearing it. It's so, okay. And I, I, don't, I don't film this in stereo uh, or record this in stereo. Anyways, there's that. I don't know. I really I watched we watched a bunch of Superman in tribute of we hit movies is 500th episode, which they're doing Superman three and Superman four. Yeah. And we did see both of those movies fairly recently. Superman three actually in theaters. Yes. We saw Superman two and three at the new Beverly because they were doing like a Richard Lester thing. Uh, and then we watched Superman four at home. Yeah. Those movies suck ass. Yeah, I think three is definitely worse. Three is definitely worse because three is just a lot like a lot of weird like slapstick going on. It really is. And, you know, I didn't actually realize this until when they were talking about it, that it has that very uh, late 70s, early 80s, like British slapstick comedy vibe. But yeah, those movies aren't good. But the one thing I did really appreciate about was it really gave me an appreciation for uh Christopher Reeve's performance. Oh, he's, yeah. He was really good. He's very, very good in those movies. He's very good in those, very good as Superman. Yeah, he I is. I mean, and everybody. He's er- great as Clark Kent. Yeah. He's really, really good. And it's kind of one of those things that, it's one of those landmark performances yeah. of a superhero. Yeah, he's the he's the definitive one. He, he really is. I mean, not it's not saying like Brandon Routh, they tried with Brandon Routh. And, and he and, was good. And he was fine. And, and Henry from Campbell what I remember, I haven't seen it in a while. But what I remember, he was fine. Yeah. Henry Cavill's fine. But Henry Cavill's one of those, like, there's no difference. And I don't really remember Brandon Routh that well. But there's no difference between when Henry Cavill is Clark Kent. Yeah. I mean, for the three seconds you see him with glasses on. Yeah. And as Superman. Yeah. There's, like, literally no fucking difference. Yeah, there's no difference. But that's not true with Reeve. I think they tried that with, like, with Routh. I think they really tried to kind of get that vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. With him, from what I remember, yeah, I mean, Christopher Reeve has just just got that charm. He about does, him. and you know, it just you know it it comes off, especially in that first those first two movies, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's uh, he's really, he's really you know, and, and definitely in three three as well. But I mean, I was just thinking about like what we would have had if we ever got a Bivis mm. in the eighties with Michael Keaton and Christopher Reeve together. Uh, you know, because Michael Keaton, I think Michael Keaton's Batman. Looking back, because I remember when yeah. I was younger, I was kind of like, well, I, you know, because I didn't really like him as Bruce Wayne. OK, just because I didn't feel that he physically fit the part of what no, I expected. He doesn't. he doesn't. But revisiting it now, you know, when I'm older and I can really appreciate it. He is really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's very, very good. Mike Keaton's just a. He's just great anyway. Great actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. Um, and he's really good as bro, you know, as Bruce Wayne and as Batman. And I don't really know what that movie would look like, though, with the two of them. It would be we- I think it would be I think it'd be weird, right? It'd be weird because Christopher Reeve would just be the nervousy Clark. Because it's it's like a those two movies, like because well, granted, now eight Bat- Quest for Peace came out. Two years before Batman 89. Right. But it feels like it was a completely different era. 
Oh, absolutely. You're right. You know, yeah. It's like, because granted also, canon movie versus big box office Tim Burton film. Sure. You know. And I, I think there is something to be said about, especially all, even all of those Superman, Superman, uh, Superman movies, even though all the Reeve ones, even though they finish in the 80s, they to me feel like late 70s movies. Yeah. Every one of them, even the ones that are, you know, 87 or whatever when it's released. It still feels to me that it should have been released in, you know, 1979. Yeah, it still feels like a relic. It really does. Of a, of a different time. It really does. But uh, uh, it's weird. Yeah, so I, th- I think that would be, I, th- I feel like had Christopher Reeve, I mean, granted, they probably, well, it was this way. They, I mean, it was this way. They, they had a shot to do it because it wasn't like well, Christopher Reeve. Well, there was a script apparently for Superman 5. Yeah. Um, but everything fell apart. I mean, it just like the movie itself, like the funding dropped out because Reeve wasn't interested and it kind of just like, you know, went into wherever scripts go to die. And that was the end of that. Development hell. Development hell. Yeah. Yeah. But he, uh, but I mean, I feel like had he not been injured, yeah, been paralyzed, uh, Christopher Reeve would have been a great callback. Well, he still was. Former. I mean, where he wasn't, I mean, I'm saying, but as a, like a, you know, as a more of a physical presence. Sure. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I know he was in Smallville. He was in Smallville. Yeah. He showed up in Smallville as a professor. I think it was his last performance. Was it, there's one in Smallville, I think. Yeah. Before he passed. It's pretty tragic though. Cause you know, he was, he was just watching him do his thing. I was like, man, he's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely tragic what happened to him for sure. But at the same time, like looking at all the work he did after he was injured to, you know, further stem cell research and, you know, advocate or be an advocate for causes for, for people with disabilities. Like he did a lot yeah. of good. He did a lot of work and it's kind of, I, I, they actually, cause I was reading the Wikipedia on him and I can't remember. There's some quote somewhere and it's just like, he did more to like funds and, and, you know, progress the cause of stem cell research than ever, anybody before or since. Yeah. Cause he was always like speaking and raising money and, you know, all that sort of stuff, trying to, you know, do such stem cell research. And he was serving on boards yeah. for, you know, places where people who had go- undergone traumatic injuries like he had would mm-hmm. go to like rehabilitate after, you know, their accidents and stuff. And he did a lot of good work. Also, too, something Christopher Reeve, you forget how big of a dude he is. Mm-hmm. He was 6'4". Tall. He was a tall really piece tall of ham. Big. Slender 6'4". Nice. Yeah, he had a great, I mean, because I feel like, I mean, the costume, I mean, there probably was some adjustments in there somehow but he had a pretty good build for superman um, he's not like super buff well, he's not buff, super buff i mean he's not but I mean, that's but, actually kind of i don't know it's almost like you you want that a little bit more what him being not as buff yeah you just kind of because he just looks like an average guy when he's clark kent when he's henry cavill and he puts on a suit he still looks like you know he could fucking crush a door with his shoulders but you he's can, goddamn he, huge but the thing is is like he's not as tall but he's wide but christopher reeve even as clark kent you could just tell that he's a big dude yeah but he kind of portrays that character so well uh as a as a meekish yeah individual that he you know and he it just i feel there was a point where like i i yeah I but he, I, he fits in so well with that like goofy gawky farm boy yeah but it, but it was also the thing where he had a uh there was a scene i, I swear like where i could have sworn i saw him like do like a bit of a slouch yeah he does you know and there just, is a part and kind of and kind of like come out of it come out of it for a second yes. you know when somebody wasn't paid whatever but it, it just there's a part where he's in lois's apartment maybe it was that yeah I think it's in the first one where she says something to him and I don't remember what it is. And then she turns around and leaves the room and then you see him straighten up and like smile like, haha! look at this game I'm fucking playing. That's exactly yeah. what he's doing. But you see him like straighten up and smile and you're yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that's when you really are cl- like clued into his performance there. Yeah. No, he, he, he was a he was a badass. Yeah. I was actually just also about to think of, uh, do you remember the Super Bowl commercial he was in after he was injured Super that they Bowl did commercial. where it was, I can't, I can't remember the premise. I feel like it was like Bill Clinton. It was, I think it was after 2000. Okay. Because it was about this thing. I think, cause I feel like I, I remember for some reason I remember Bill Clinton being involved, but it was like, this is obviously before he died before Christopher Reeve died, but 
that they were like, oh, yeah, he can walk. You know, we're going to find ways to get him. You know, we're going to find ways for people that are quadriplegic to, to walk again. And they show for the time a very terrifying CGI Christopher Reeve walking out in his face, like Christopher, real Christopher Reeve's face is superimposed on this body, huh. on this walking body. And I remember people, people being very disturbed by it. Well, I don't remember. Because it's very that. disturbing. I, I, I got to look it up. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. Cause, but I mean, like when I was reading that Wikipedia, he was working with somebody who was like developing this basically like an exoskeleton thing. Maybe it was something like that. that. It, would, yeah. it stimulates the muscles. Mm-hmm. So it would help people, quadriplegic people exercise. So they don't, their muscles didn't atrophy. Yeah. And so I guess he was like, you know, like a guinea pig for that. He was using it. How come we ain't, how come we don't have those yet? I don't know if it worked. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe they have them well, at rehab centers. It's 2020. I know, but I think they're really expensive. So maybe have them at rehab centers and stuff. Well, let's get them a fucking out. Let's get them on the street. I don't think. You I could, want exoskeletons. I don't think you could actually walk around in it. You, you oh. know, it was one of those things where it kind of like. It's not really an exoskeleton. It's just a just a yeah. exercise machine. Well, basically, it's an exercise machine, but it helps people so their muscles don't atrophy. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But I want an exoskeleton. I want it for casual use. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I don't know. Be stronger. <laughs> wear, wear clothes over it and have somebody try to, you know, go into like a mosh pit and maybe like fucking tear shit up. But then there'll probably be other people do other people with exoskeletons in the mosh pit. And it'll just be a fucking exoskeleton fight. You know what it'd be like? It'd be like one of those demolition derbies. But yeah. instead of like shitty cars, it's just like you and an exoskeleton with other <laughs> new metal dudes. Yeah. Just slamming around, screaming, scratch that figure itch. Yeah, fucking at the El Nino reunion show. <laughs> I'm out there. A 45-year-old Sean is out there in his exoskeleton <laughs> trying to fucking... Hit other, hitting other dudes in exoskeleton. <laughs> 2025 was a great year uh, for the world. <laughs> it you better know, be a fucking good it year. It better be the fucking best. 2021 better be the best, but I don't hold much hope for that. Yeah, well, we're going <laughs> to We're still going to be in pandemic land. Yeah, I don't like pandemic. Woo, pandemic. <laughs> we're living through a fucking pandemic. How ridiculous is this? I mean, we're not the first people in history, let's be honest. But, it but, also, still, just, but it also just feels... In the now. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, what else was there? Don't really have we much We watched else. Lovecraft Country oh, or right. County? Lovecraft County. That's right. We watched that. That was good. I mean, it was good. I'm, I'm interested in it. I'll give it. A, I'll give I, that I never read the book, so I have no expectations yeah. going into this. I'll give the next episode a, a whirl and see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, it's um, produced by like J.J. Abrams and yeah, what's his face? Uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. So it's uh, it's, it's interesting because the first episode doesn't you, you kind of have to wait towards the end to get to the monsters. What you think's good. What, what what you what you think you're coming for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, monsters. But now because now we're kind of in it, you know, with the next episode. So we'll see how it goes. I'm uh, I'm actually very excited for the cult documentary that they're going to have on. Yeah. Yeah. The that, Nixium documentary. Well, because well, it's uh, connected to. There is a Superman connection. Superman connection. Yeah, because uh, Allison Mack, who played Chloe in Smallville, was like a real big part of that fucking cult and was recruiting all of these women to be like her sex slaves with like, what's his name? Keith Rainier, I think his name is. Uh-huh. They're both in jail now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm also blanking on something I watched that had, there was something that had like, oh, Tragedy Girls. Oh, that's right. We watched Tragedy Girls. I watched we watched fun. Tragedy Girls, which is a movie that came it's out on Hulu. On yeah, it's like a it's a couple years old, and it's one of those. The premise is good. Yeah, I feel like it didn't really execute. No, I I would what, agree with I feel that. Like what they were, what what you think it would, what they were execute. trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I think there were some really good parts. Yeah, basically, it's about these two girl, two teenage girls that are really into murder and death, and they try to like you know try to get over on social media because of that, yeah. and they they capture a, a whatever a killer. A killer. I guess to to uh, mentor them, but th- that doesn't actually happen. No, and then, and then they actually go around and like kill a bunch of other people and yeah and then you know then they get away with it the end you know but the comic book connection is that the two leads are uh one girl one girl plays negasonic teenage warhead Hmm. and uh, and deadpool and then the other girl plays storm in the 
the new newer yeah. uh, X Men movies, and you know, so yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. There, there it was it was good. I'm trying to think of something else I watched, but well, I watched a bunch more like Marvel cartoons as well. Yes, I've been watching more. I, I finished up on Fantastic Four, and I started watching more Iron Man. Uh, you know, I'm already into like the second season of it where they change the animation up a bit. Uh, Tony, for some reason, just has the most the hair wicked mullet on Tony Stark. It's offensive. It's, it is offensive. It's offensive hair. You're just like, what is this? Well, Tony, like, first of all, Tony Stark's a millionaire. A billionaire. A billionaire. He could afford better hair. He has afford better care. I don't know why they decided that in this cartoon that he needs fucking Yamir Yager mullet. Yeah. You it's know, it, it's it, like Balky. <laughs> he looks like Balky. He does look like Balky. From Perfect Strangers. Yeah. It kind of runs into the same thing a little bit what the Fantasy Four cartoon does where it doesn't really have much in terms of character development well not so much character development but also like conflicts like really good mm-hmm. conflicts because usually you're just relying on like the same like 10 dudes yeah you know and granted i know there's a lot of with these cartoons there's always a lot of issues with trying to get like rights right and, and they stuff. don't want you to use so and so yeah and then iron man too doesn't have yeah he's not really known for having villains like super like he's got villains but they're not like they never feel like super heavy hitters like the a team yeah, I mean, there are guys like, obviously, the Mandarin, sure. Crimson Dynamo, and MODOK, or whatever, at least in this book, you know, or in this series, they MODOK is a big deal. Uh, but this, Wish but, they would have brought in MODAM. MODAM would have been, actually, it would have been great to uh, just all of a sudden have a MODAM episode. I, I think gotta that find I, the continuation of Lady Maul. I <laughs> just, I just want it so bad. They, uh, yeah, they didn't really, um... They didn't really. I think that would have been like too much for the for the kids in 1995. Bro, well, yeah. I think, uh, but yeah, no, but it, but you all know, fuck get, them kids. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna finish watching it. Uh, you know, I, I dig, you know, I just dig Iron Man, mm-hmm. and then uh, probably move on to the X Men stuff and see how that goes. I'd like to watch that X Men stuff again. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. Uh, we started like like maybe one or two episodes. Yeah, I feel like we should be talking about those like on the show. We should do like a commentary or something sure uh speaking of video content you can see on facebook me opening up action figures i've been uh, i did a few of them over the past couple of days and uh, those are up on our facebook page facebook.com slash worst collection ever mm-hmm. anyways i think we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week you've heard the myths and sagas you've read the comics you've seen the films Now you can experience the adventures of Thor, Hercules, and more in a completely new way. Ere the battle be resolved, let the Thunder God prevail. Thor will crumble under my power, the power of Loki. I am the will and the way. I am all father, and none shall say me nay. Donald Blake, have you forgotten that we have a dinner date tonight? Join me, Tom Harris, almost every Thursday for Radio Free Asgard. Every episode we take a look at a new chapter in the lives of your favorite mythological heroes. From the Iron Age of Europe through the Bronze Age of Comics, the Marvel movies and beyond. All that and silly voices too. Come join us at Radio Free Asgard. All right, we're back here in Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Wildcats Annual 2000 from December 2000. I didn't realize this was an annual. Yeah, it's weird because it's listed as Wildcats 2000. Mm-hmm. The book itself, but it's not. It's just another series of Wildcats. Okay. And also this one is spelled like it doesn't have the weird stylizing that Wildcats usually does. Right. With the, like, for some reason, the acronym at the, the C-A-T. Right, acronym. right, right. But this is also around the time where uh, Wildstorm, the uh, Jim Lee imprint uh, that he started with Image, mm-hmm. was acquired by DC. So this is technically a DC book, but oh, it's not, okay. but it's not like in the DC universe yet. Right. Because it kind of, it you know, it wasn't actually until the New 52. 
Oh, okay. That they started doing uh, stuff like that, which I thought I didn't realize that the wild storm, like Jim Lee and all that, like that happened so much earlier on. Like I thought that was like a more of like a 2009. Sure. Whatever. I thought that was like, I didn't realize it was that far ago uh, because of, I guess like, cause like in image, like it used to be a part of like the image universe and everything. And then they just broke that off. Uh, in this case, we're in this like Wildcats. I think it's like, I forget what's series. It's supposed to be volume one, maybe volume sure. two or something, but this is, it's, but it's just for some reason they just called this Wildstorm 2000, uh-huh. or annual 2000. Like that's the series, which is weird. On the cover here, we have Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, yes, Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, well, we have, uh, I'm just going to call him Grifter because that's who it is. Uh, Grifter on the cover here, and he is uh, not wearing his getup. He's nope. just dressed like Owen Wilson, and he's outside of a bar about to have a smoke, and behind him is uh, Frankenstein uh-huh. or his brother. Frankenstein? Grifter's brother is known as Condition Red. Okay. That's his gimmick name, but he is uh, dead here. So he's standing behind Grifter. Uh, um, Grifter doesn't know, and he's standing behind him with guns. Mm. So guns. We start off in New York City. He really looks like Frankenstein. He does look like Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want. Hey, you're not wrong. I'm not I, doubting. I'm that. not. I'm not making shit up. This dude, especially in the in this these early panels, he really looks like Frankenstein. We start off in New York City. I believe this is Warblade because they go by like their their shoot names most of the time. But I'm just going to call them by their their gimmick names. So Warblade. That makes no sense. Or no, wait, this is actually, no, this is his brother. He's having a dream. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize this. So uh, the story well, is called. Talk about Frankenstein. Oh, see, I thought, for some reason, I thought this was something else. No, 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 He's dreaming about his brother, his brother, who he wakes up and sees standing at the end of his bed, and is, who is then gone, literally looks like Frankenstein. No, he does look like Frankenstein here. Yeah. He's got flies and everything. It's gross. And uh, the story's called Condition Dead. Dead which mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at one point, Condition Red is like, man looks into abyss, blah, blah, blah. Ever been dead, bro? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like, it's extreme. Well, it's the Wildstorm universe. And, yeah, it's... You, know, you can't. You have to. <sighs> Shit. 2000. We're looking at Cottonmouth Kings. The fucking Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> there is an ad. You want to buy a Cottonmouth Kings record? Uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, no, thank you. I never got into them. They're not for me. There's a billion people in that band. But there's a lot of people in this band, and they all look like John Cena from 2003. <laughs> they all, they do. Everybody's got a backwards fucking hat on. It's, well, this is one they guy. Either, they either look like John Cena or Fred Durst. Yes, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> they just call John Cena and Fred Durst the band. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Durstses. Durstses. So uh, we jump a week later and we join Durstses. the uh, le- lady of this book. Uh, her, her name is like Maxine Manchester, but yeah. she goes by Lady Tron. Am I assuming she's British? Because she's like kind of punk and her last name is Manchester. I don't know. I don't know I if don't she's know. entirely British. She... Got on my last nerve by the end of this. Yeah, she's because she does nothing but like yell and like act in ways that no one would act. Well, she, and I don't well, know if it's we, because she's a cyborg. Yeah, yeah, she's a cyborg. But it's ridiculous. Like she's always angry and like kicking things, and I'm like, hey, maybe it's a one note performance. Yeah, let's go with that. If you've ever seen Lady Tron, she's got a fucking mohawk, and it is, it's a cool look. And she's you know got. Got a metal jaw. She got a metal jaw, like trap jaw. She's wearing a fucking leather jacket. She's got patches on the back of it. Yeah, she's wearing shirts with bands but on them. I, I'm assuming that all of her is a cyborg, except for like from her upper lip up. Maybe I think there's because like her she's legs, mostly cyborg, but her legs and like you can see like her midsection is cyborg, yeah. like is all metal and stuff. And yeah. I think she's primarily cyborg. Yeah. So she's in a bar at some in L.A. somehow somewhere somewhere in L.A. beating up zombies mm. like actual zombies like she's punching one and like the eyeballs are coming out. Yeah. We jumped to we got uh, what's his face Jake I forgot his first name but Spartan Spartan's the uh, the guy so Spartan used to be like the leader of the group uh-huh. and now he took over because his brother Emp or Jacob Marlowe was like he was like this little person. 
who like kind of ran the group behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And apparently he's dead, so sure. Spartan took over. Mm-hmm. And so I guess somebody's calling to kind of rat out uh Lady Tron for uh beating up zombies in a bar. So Right. And so he uh gets void. Uh yes, void. Void the Which is like a hologram messenger yeah she's like if, uh, if siri had a body yeah actually yeah that's kind of what it is she's like uh, an embodiment of siri just like a silver yeah. suited woman yeah and uh, oh yeah that's right yeah i was just noticed her jacket was, she's got a refused jacket on yeah i was very excited that she's called void why could we call the cat because the i call well luna our our little black cat uh i call her a void because when she sits on like if it's dark and she sits on like our chairs are black. You can't see her. Yeah. You can't see her at all. And then she just like materializes out of the void when she moves. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty weird. It is weird. So she uh, so she shows up and she's like, hey, uh, Spartan is like, why don't you stop being a dipshit? So he's just going to transport you to New York. Whatever face. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people getting transported in this book yeah is he transported to new york or is he transported to la Mar- uh, oh 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 lady tron lady tron's in la oh he yes transports her to new york I okay think. that's how that happened because i was like i thought she was in la and i was really confused you can also tell this is a 2000 book because it's, tom green he was a guest on canada's drag race the other day was he yes tom green tom green i mean he is a canadian icon he he, he is he was Hot shit. He was the biggest shit. You know what? He was very funny on drag. He was a judge. He had no fucking idea what he was doing or why he was there. And he just leaned into it. He was very good. He, no, he's, he's, there's things that I, I never cared much for the Tom Green show. I remember watching it. I don't know if I loved it. Yeah. I feel like I thought he was more of an idiot than anything else. The only thing I liked him in was uh, Road Trip. That's a dumb movie. Yeah. But that's also, it's also a very 2000s thing. Yeah. But now we jumped to New York. I think we're back in New York here. I found it hard to keep track of where the fuck I was. Actually, I don't even know if we're in New York. I think we're, I, I don't think, know where the I, fuck I am. I think they're in New York because they're saying, because we're, we got Grifter. Now, Grant, you also, too, I want to point out everything in this book. Same color? Is same color. It's like this sepia slash purplish yeah. varp yeah. color. Yeah, it's, like, it's a problem. Like the only thing that's actually color is like the cover. Yeah. A little bit, but it's really kind of glop. It's kind of hard to look at. It is a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So we're hanging out with uh, Warblade and Grifter, and they're catching up. And, they're at a bar, and, and then they're at the bar, and then apparently, you know, then uh, what's her face, uh, Lady, Lady Tron. Tron's there, and they're like, "Oh God, hope she doesn't see us," and you know, she sees them because she's like trying to get booze. Yeah, I think they're also, but she like she's talking to the bartender, and he wants her to like pay her tab, and she refuses to do so. Yeah, so she is like screaming and and yelling and threatening this bartender, and that's when she sees them sitting at the bar, and she's like, "Hey." I guess his name is Cash because I thought at first she was asking him for cash. No, no, no. His name is so. His name is uh, so. His name is Grifter's shoot name is Cole Cash. Yeah, that's a stupid name. And his brother is, is his shoot name is Max Cash. That's a stupid name. That's, yeah, that's All of those dumber. names are dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, not like like if they were real names, it's fine. But they're such comic booky names. Max Power. Pretty much. This is the Max Power. <laughs> Max Power. Uh, the name you'd love to touch. So. Max Power. She, uh, well, first, I think they're in a cyborg bar. Because later do we get to a, we have a cyborg bar fight, but I think we're in this bar. Well, first we like, have a, a cyborg arm wrestling match. She rips a dude's arm off. Well, yeah, that's we'll later. Get there. That's later. But yeah, we're in a cyborg bar. Although, except for this bartender who kind of looks like Hal Jordan. Oh, she brought a puff. It's by your foot. I guess they were looking... Where where are they now here? Where are we? After they leave the bar. Do no. they go to her brother's? Yeah, because he's like, I saw him. I know he's here. And then they go to his brother's place and they're like, no, they go to his place? Maybe. There, maybe he lived with his brother. Oh, maybe. They go to their place. They go to an apartment somewhere and nobody's there. Everybody's screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's there. They're all trying to figure out what the hell's going on because I guess they're trying to figure out what's up with uh, his brother, uh, Operation Red. Mm -hmm. And I guess at some point, Lady Tron had a thing for Operation Red. Yeah, they had like a thing. They had a thing going on. Is this where they go to the graveyard? 
No, not yet. We're hanging out with uh, Spartan and uh, who's an to... android, apparently. Oh, so Spartan, yeah, Spartan is an android as yeah. well. No, he's everybody... not a cyborg. He's an android. He's an android. Everybody, everybody's a fucking robot. Sure, they're all robots. Robot. And he's like, "Hey, man, uh, it's me, a robot." You know why you why you dropping off this dumb cyborg with me? I don't need her with me. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my dead brother. And then we go to now we go to the graveyard. Okay, now we're at the, so they go to the graveyard to make sure he's actually like buried, basically, and they rip off uh, the marker because he's like buried in like a mausoleum or whatever. Bruce Wayne's uh, there looking in the mausoleum. Yeah, the mo- bats are coming out of it. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's very <laughs> sad. Um, is that Ben Affleck? <laughs> um, but his body is not there. Body's not there, and then uh, Void shows up, and Void. she's like. Hey, uh, I got some like intel about your dead brother. Yeah, and she's like, I, she, 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 he killed this woman named Olympia, who was like, a, that's right, like a multiple gunshot wounds in this body or whatever. Yeah, and like Olympia was like, uh, I think it's so shit of the Wildcats somehow. Sure. So yeah, and she, uh, I, I think she. Okay, so. So like there was a alien. Okay, I read I read the, read about this. There's an there was like an alien or some sort some sort of I don't know. Somebody killed Operation Red. That person was imprisoned. This Olympia lady, Olympia Dukakis, took it upon herself to kill that person. Olympia Dukakis is dead, right? I don't know. I only know two movies of Olympia Dukakis. No, three, three. Moonstruck, Fried Green Tomatoes. And Olympia Dukakis died in 20. No, no. She's still alive. She's 89. Wiley. That's actually a lot younger. Well, maybe not. She's been in stuff recently. Everybody lives. She's been in stuff recently. Yeah. So she's sadly, she's not in this book. No, she's not. What the hell? So Olympia. Anyway, so like Olympia Dukakis killed the person that killed Operation Red Mm. and Operation Red came back to life. And he was like. Well, I need to seek vengeance, and you killed the person that killed me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to kill you. And that's where we're at. Yeah, this is where we go back to the cyborg bar, which is called the Mars Bar. Mars Bar. Mars Bar. Like the candy bar. Yes, Best it is case. a is a bar full. It was a, it's a it's a bar where you go and drink and have nougat. I'd like to do that. Nougat and caramel. What, what is it in a Mars Bar? Is, I feel like a Mars Bar is kind of like the same as like a Snickers. Like a, I almost feel like it's more like a Milky Way. I feel like it's in between because Milky Way is just like fluffy nougat. Well, it's just the nougat and then there's caramel. And then like Three Musketeers is just the nougat. Yes. So Three Musketeers, nougat, Milky Way, nougat plus caramel, Snickers, nougat, nuts and caramel. But I don't know why, what the difference is between all of those things on a Mars bar. Because I feel like a Mars bar has nuts. Maybe. It has some sort of like almonds in it. I don't remember. I know Almond Joys do. No, Almond Joys have nuts. Mounds, oh, mounds don't. Mounds don't. Mounds don't. That was the whole thing. I don't know. Welcome to uh, Candy Talk. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Candy Bar. Somebody bars tell me what know. a Mars bar is. Jesus, I don't even know. I know I've had one. I know it's, it's like I've had one. I'm going to Google Mars bar. Yeah, you look up the Mars bar. This is important, guys. It's, it's, these are things. These are cliffhangers. That's what we provide here. We provide uh, logical cliffhangers here on Worst Collection Ever. Uh, anyway, so we're in the we're in the Mars bar, which is also a cyborg bar. And there's a lot of a lot of weird looking cyborgs in here. Oh, uh, OK. I kind of kind of like, oh, what, what is it? Made of milk chocolate, nougat, and toasted almonds. See, I knew there was... So there are nuts in it because Snickers has, like, peanuts. Snickers has peanuts. Mars has... Mars is the almonds. almonds. However, in 2002, it vanished. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think you can get a Mars bar anymore. Apparently, they're back. Oh, they're... 2017. Why are you getting rid of it? I don't Why know. is candy? I mean, well, I guess it's kind of like you've the, seen the candy my dad eats. He eats the candy. Like, <laughs> like, like if you were going to like write a, a movie <laughs> about a child from the 1930s eating candy, you would just look at what my father eats. And it'd be like root beer barrels and fucking non-parels and uh, Necco wafers. Necco wave. Oh my god, he loves Necco wafers. He was so upset when that whole like factory thing went down. Okay. Uh, Necco wafers, um, lick like uh, good and plenties. Um, oh, good and plenties. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just, what? What? What is wrong? Yeah. Does he like Charleston shoes? Oh my god, my dad loves Charleston shoes. Actually, uh, how is this? How are his teeth not? 
just destroyed. Well, he did break one on an almond roca once. Oh. Uh, he likes to, so if you buy Charleston shoes, because uh-huh. the only time we could get them out here was on Halloween. Sometimes you get the little tiny ones yeah. and he'd put them in the free in the freezer okay. and they're actually good frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you just kind of suck on them and they're delicious. Somebody. Dot, you know those dots? Yeah. Tootsie Rolls. Oh my God. My dad loves Tootsie Rolls. Does your dad like the Boston baked beans? But also, you know, like the paper, the paper dots. Do you like the paper dots? Oh my God. Yeah, my dad used to buy that for us all. Oh, that? Is your dad the, the premise of that um, uh, Pete Holmes joke about <laughs> Which, adult people eating candy? I don't remember this joke. You remember the probably. joke where he's, like, he's talking about it's like how he was on a plane. And he was probably I, on a plane with my fucking dad. Yeah, he was on a plane sitting next to like an older woman and an older woman got, can't, you know, they, they landed successfully into the woman's like, oh, something to celebrate. And she had like a like a like a fireball or something. Oh, I love a fireball. Right. Though. So he was like, he was like, how weird is that? You know, like you can imagine <laughs> like people sitting around, you know, having like adult conversations and uh, he's kind of mimicking like this conversation and talking about like marriage and divorce or whatever. And it's just a guy eating like. Like the the dipping sticks, you know. Oh yeah, no, he doesn't like dipping sticks. But he also so he's like, oh, ring pops. You're like, all right, yeah, not a <laughs> ring just, pop guy. Well, uh, I can't imagine. Your dad. I just, do you remember sugar daddies? Yes, my dad loves a sugar daddy. Well, the, well, sugar daddies was like just the, basically just the caramel on a stick. Yeah, because sugar babies were was, like the little beans, was like the small ones. Yeah, I'm not surprised by any of this. <laughs> You've uh, seen how my father. There eats. was something that fluff. <sighs> He loves fucking marshmallow fluff, and it can't be marshmallow cream. It has to be the fluff that they make in Massachusetts. I can't. I can't deal with that. I can't. I can't. Like I go to your parents' house, and I look at the pantry, and I'm just like, it's "Hey, all what, my dad. what would be a healthy snack?" It's all my dad. It's just because it, my mom doesn't eat any of that shit. It's just all, my dad. Literally, when I was a kid, we would have dinner, and my dad would disappear after dinner, and I go. Where'd dad go? I almost went, I don't know. I think he took the car and he would come back with a whole fucking grocery bag just full of like non. He would go to the store by like literally full like those big ass Hershey bars. Yeah. Hershey's chocolate is gross. But he would buy like the big <laughs> plain Hershey bars, uh, fucking Hostess cupcakes, Twinkies. And how my dad is like a regular weight man is beyond me. He should be 800 pounds and like diabetic, but no, because yeah. he eats like a child. I am. I, I, I'm jealous to this day. My I'm dad somebody, is 76 years old and he still eats like that. And I think I'm, uh, no, I, I, I'm no, jealous no. of that aspect of him. Uh, Fucking ice cream. Yeah, I know. I can't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Sundays. Your dad loves like hardcore. Like that's the thing. My you dad's be around your dad's like, who wants a Sunday? I'm like, I, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. I know. I'm like, I can yeah. barely handle eating a zucchini bread or something. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, it's got vegetables in it, but it's also bread. That's sweet. I love zucchini bread. I know, but you really hate zucchini. Yes. Yeah, true. Anyways, let's get off the candy. Oh, I'm sorry. We have to actually talk. About we have to actually talk about this dreary book where cyborgs are in a bar. Mm. A cyborg walks into a bar and has an arm wrestling contest. This is actually great. Um, yeah. she sits down with another cyborg. Yeah. Lady John. Yeah. And uh, she's having a wrestling, con- an arm wrestling contest and she rips this motherfucker's arm right off. Yeah. Which is kind of great. And so she, then it's like her looking at all these other cyborgs and she's like, all right, who wants some? Right. And while all that's going on, what's his face is in the alley. Well, Grifter walks out of the alley, oh, and then right. as that's going on, Warb because because uh, Lady Tron's about to get into like a big brawl, mm-hmm. and Warblade's like, "Look, I'll handle this. You just you go out for uh, he's, he's like, I'm gonna go out and get a smoke. Yeah, you know uh, what's his face? But uh, Grifter's go get a smoke, and uh, Grifter, uh, you know, Warblade, you know, does his Warblade thing, but you don't see any of it for some reason. Grifter's out having a smoke. And he turns around and it's his zombie brother. Yeah, there he is. It's like, hello, it's me, zombie brother. Zombie brother and uh oh by the way, Warblade, just for just for Warblade can change his arms and stuff into like knives. He's basically well like any like a fucking eleven like ten year old kid created a superhero and he's like, his arms are knives. <laughs> That's it. But Jim thought, Lee created this. I thought this. he had like wings. At first I thought he was Archangel because he had like all these like crazy true, yeah. wings. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, we're having a Mexican standoff between uh, Grifter and Condition Red. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, man, we know you, you killed that woman. He's like, yeah, well, I was going to kill somebody else. I was going to kill the person that killed me, but she killed the person before me. Right. So hoo-ha. Is this where he like opens fire on him? Well, he's, he's not just... not the dead brother, the other brother, because they're like holding guns at each other. And then he's like, yeah, they have this talk about like how the dead brother killed that lady. And then the other brother just like opens fire on him and turns him into basically hamburger. <clears throat> yeah. Grifter's like talking about being uh, like because they're talking about having consciousness, conscious and red say like, I don't have a conscious. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot up your other friends. And he's like, fuck this. And he just shoots, his, you know, Grifter shoots his zombie brother yeah. into mulch. Well, he shoots him once and then like it doesn't doesn't do the jobs. And then he just does it more because then like what's his face? Uh, Red's like, yeah, fucking do me out. And uh, then we get our friends, the uh, Ripclaw rip, rip or Warblade. And, uh, Ripclaw? Ripclaw's another character. Excuse me. I got my, I got my extreme image characters mixed up. <laughs> Ripclaw. Ladytron oh. and uh, Warblade come around the corner and they're like, ah, oh, it looks like you found they're your like, brother. like, oh my god, meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man, look. Meat. Meat. Yeah, and that's pretty much just how it ends. Rifter just walks off. That's why off. I was like, I was not aware this was an annual because it's so not like most annuals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, well, it's not like an annual where like there's different stories and there's pinups. At least that's how they used to do annuals. Yeah. I feel like annuals are kind of, they don't really do they them as much anymore yeah that's but probably like, true but like back in like the 80s and the early 90s like they did annuals and annuals are fucking rad like i have this one uh captain america annual that just has like a bunch of cool stories in it mm. you know from like 93 or whatever and it's 94 or whatever and it's it's just fun yeah and sometimes yeah. you would that's what they would do and you or sometimes you would have like a a story going on throughout the annuals and he would just kind of bridge them over into different books or whatever. Obviously Eclipso, you know, that story and everything. So, right. Uh, or, you know, uh, the subterranean wars, but, uh, well, well, speaking of crossovers, apparently this is a devil's night crossover, which, uh, is going on throughout the other annuals. Devil's uh, night. My yeah. new favorite holiday. <laughs> Sorry. Cause it's going on in the, uh, gen 13 annual, the authority annual and the just simply called the wild storm annual. Cause there was a, a so somebody, uh, there's a monster or something or somebody named ghoul Gotha. Okay. <laughs> ghoul Gotha brought uh, Grifter's brother back to right life. Mm. So that's, that's where that is kind of like the thread that's going on here, but that's how this ends. Uh, we don't have a letters page, but we do have an ad for Spawn. Uh, world broadcast premiere, mm. October 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, 2000. Oh, man. Which I thought Spawn, the movie, the movie came out in, must have came out in 99 then. I think it must have because I think because there was a soundtrack and I had like corn on it. Yeah, I remember yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't have that soundtrack because if I did, I didn't was, have that one either, but I'm surprised. Or maybe it came out in 90. I don't know. It, it might have come out in 98 ish. But my favorite thing about this, the reason why I bring this up is, well, not only is there going to be a chat with uh, Tom McFarlane on Superstation, TBS Superstation.com. Spawn, August 1st, 1997. Yeah, I thought I didn't think it was that because I figured if, if it was a cable premiere, yeah. Why is it on? Why does it take three years to get it out? Well, it's cable. <laughs> True. But uh, the, apparently this is the time where TBS's slogan was, it's a guy thing. Oh, I remember that. Because <laughs> they would just show like dad movies all the time. Yeah. You know, and like shit was like, you know, sports and well, wrestling was still around at the time. So they still had some wrestling. Fuck your wholesome Andy Griffiths and your little house on the prairies. You can all eat a bowl of fuck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but uh, you know TBS is, was a guy show, was a guy network. Didn't they eventually turn it like try to do Spike TV, or was that something totally different? Well, this probably was the time they were trying to do Spike or Pop or whatever the fuck it was. Well, I know they did Spike. Well, Spike just Spike, Spike became Pop, I think. No, no, Spike Pop became Spike. I thought it was the other way around because T was TNN. Yeah, they were. It was the National Network. Then it was uh-huh. the National Network. Uh huh. Then it was Pop. Mm. Then it was Spike. Not something else. Now it's Paramount. Oh. Paramount Network. Oh. And now I think that might have changed too. I don't know. 
but TBS apparently was trying to get on that vibe in the 2000s and uh, Spawn was going to be the big the big deal. You can watch your dad movies and your your fishing shows. I only remember watching like most of my, my memories of TBS was always confusing to me that everything started five minutes after the hour. So it was like 6.05, 8.05. I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing. That's the main thing I remember because that's how like when you would watch wrestling. Oh, well, you, I didn't you know, watch wrestling. I would watch like because NWA or WCW would be on there and it always started like at 6.05 on Saturday nights, mm. you know, and WCW Saturday night and then they would show a movie on or like that. But that's it for this week's show. And, that, yeah, and that's it for uh, Wildcats Annual 2000 mm-hmm. from December 2000. What do you do? You care about any of this? No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You know, this is like I'm not a Wildcats fan. I well, this never is, have. This been. is not. I feel like this is. Sorry, I interrupt, but I feel like this is like a phase of the Wildcats where nobody really gave a shit. Like it's because obviously its heyday was like years before this. Yeah, like ninety three, ninety four, when they actually had a video game and yeah, you know, all that shit and the cartoon. Sure, and things were actually in color. Um, <laughs> You know, they even had action figures and everything. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was all good, you know, but, uh, and I, I kind of, it, yeah, I kind of wonder if it's worth looking into. I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I never had a, a, I have, I've always, outside of like maybe like Savage Dragon, I've never really had a connection to like image characters. Yeah. You know, I've never been like, man, I'm going to just dive into all this image stuff. I mean, Savage Dragon was probably the closest to that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Spawn, I don't, I never got into Spawn, never got into Youngblood or Stormwatch or yeah. whatever fucking uh, hoo-ha shit they're doing. And this also, by the way, is the last for now and probably for, for yeah, let's, let's just call it the last of our quarantine comics. Oh, man. Because I picked this from the pile, and I was like, let's do one more. And I didn't like the, the DC ones that we had. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, this one looks like it could be fun. Because there might be zombies in it. I thought it was like a horror comic, to be honest. Just look at the cover. Because fucking Frankenstein's because on Frankenstein, it. Frankenstein, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I figured we'd do it. And uh, that'll be it. Next week, we'll get into some of our actual collection collection. And I'll have to go through it and pull some some fresh hits. Maybe we'll uh, we'll have some fun. Mm. with that because i feel like because look i was gonna say we do the quarantine books until the quarantine until we feel about right but i it's just too depressing yeah no, I feel we, like we, we need to shake it up a little bit we need to shake it up we've already gotten past i think we've gotten through all the stuff that actually is worth doing yeah as far as i'm concerned yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll move on yeah but uh that's it for this week's show thank you for listening uh you can find us on twitter and instagram i'm at angry hero sean and i'm at jen stansfield on twitter and instagram you can find the show on facebook worst collection ever and email the show worst collection ever at gmail.com and please rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts, stitcher uh spotify tell your friends about us all right folks thanks for listening talk to you again next time bye